Hello, welcome to another episode of Foster Your Enthusiasm, episode 34. It is your host, Brandon. It's me, Samantha. What's up? It's a chillin'. Yeah, it's, it's been a chill Monday. Ah, uh, it was. Like, at work, it was pretty busy at the beginning, and then it kind of slowed down, so I, I agree. Feels yeah. good outside? It does. It does. It's, Yeah. So I think we, I think the new year is starting off pretty good. A good January. I can't wait till it's June, my birthday, Gemini season. But anyway, and um, baby Aiden is coming, y'all. Oh, that too, that too. Yeah. yeah he gonna be a crazy Gemini. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, we have a ton of topics to talk about. Um, before we hop into that, you want to talk about um a few new things we talked about yes. off air. Yep. So 2020 is all about, uh, I guess, focusing our vision. I know that's so cliche, like 2020 vision, all that, whatever. But it's a new decade. We got some good things that we are definitely looking forward to doing. So one thing that we are looking um, to do, we're looking for a creative team. We are definitely looking to add to our team. And so we are looking for a creative director. So... If you, I'm pointing to you, so if you or our listeners, if you are, if you know anyone that is interested, is a graphic designer, is, you know, cold with the creative stuff, please feel free to reach out to us. You can inbox us on Facebook. You can email us. My email address is Samantha Pounds at iCloud.com. That's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. P-O-U-N-D-S at iCloud.com. And then Brandon, I'm sure you can give your contact info as well. Yeah, uh, if you have my number, uh, hit me up. If you don't, you're not getting it. Uh, my email is B-H-I-G-G-3 at iCloud.com. Please do not send spam. Um, but yeah, to piggyback off of what Sam said, we're looking for uh, a creative director, someone to take us into a new direction. Uh, someone to you know kind of take where we are and just improve it looking for new design stuff like that um so yeah um let's hop into it yeah let's get right on into it um first first i guess topic would be and we're talking is the boosie thing yes boosie badass so (laughs) if you are if you've been living in a cloud for the past week Boosie, last week, I feel like it was last week, he was at a Houston Rockets game and he had on um, Greek attire. He had on like a, a capless sweatshirt with alcohol <laughs> in his hand. And I'm not Greek, but I know that that is like a number one absolute no-no. Um, but he was at the game repping, you know, and you would. Um, <sighs> What's up? <laughs> But um, he was repping at the campus and he posted um, like on Instagram with the hashtag Kappa Fresh. He yeah. knew what he was doing. That's the thing is like, you know, at what point um, you've seen celebrities um, throw up Greek signs, people who are not a part of this. Um, even you don't have to be a celebrity. Like literally, we was, I was at this thing for Botillion and this dude, I thought he was like one of the participants. Like, mind you, these kids are in high school. He threw up the hooks. And I'm like, bro, like, how old are you? Like, there's right. like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm 23. It's like, whoa, you know this. Like, you're in college. You're supposed right, to know this. Right. But for Boosie, he knows. And his, I guess, reasoning is, well, y'all, y'all shimmy to my song. Right. He's like, y'all straddle my right. hand and wipe me down. 
Um, and I think what makes the situation, I don't want to say worse, but apparently his brother is a Kappa. Mm -hmm. And um, this put the icing on the cake for me. So Boosie got back on Instagram Live and apparently, I think it was his brother, might have been his brother, was trying to teach him how to shimmy. Right, like step by step. And the thing is, though, like, I know I've seen a, a shit ton of Kappas like support that. Like, oh, it's Boosie, blah, blah, blah. Nah, bro. That's that's a big no-no. But a lot of people who are non-Greek, right? I know you were saying like their comments and stuff, and just you know, everyone has this idea of what Greek life is, and you know, me personally, I, I think a lot of older Greeks um, believe that you know it's it's almost becoming watered down. It's not like you know what it used to be. Right. And I'm only what eight years in, and so it's. I don't know. It 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 disturbs me. It bothers me that what we hold so sacred is like made fun of. Absolutely. It's like taken as a joke. And again, as someone that is a non-Greek, but I'm you know in a relationship with a Greek, I understand you know secret not the secrecy but the sacredness of the brotherhood and even you know to the sororities, the sisterhood as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me personally, it's really all about ignorance because I was reading a lot of the comments on social media. There was a comment that really stood out. And matter of fact, I'm going to actually pull up this comment because this comment just like really took me back. So someone made a comment and said, what y'all cap is going to do to Boosie? <laughs> Shimmy him to death in your brunch boots? Like, Yeah. And I mean this. I mean this is you know I I feel like that that's 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 a no no. So people, I think they they do stuff and be like, well, I wish the Greeks would do this, or I wish because you know people assume we're already gangs, so they're like, oh, if right. you see someone else, especially someone who's has this platform to do something, and they you know do that, they're gonna be like, oh, nothing's gonna happen to me because if they do, then. Right. Right. I know who, you know, what organization it is right. and the reason right. behind it. Um, I don't know. I, and I also read some comments, speaking of that, I, I read some more comments where people were like, you know, a lot of reasons that, you know, people join Greek organizations is because they couldn't get into a gang. So this is another form of a gang. Bro, we're in college. Like, uh, that shit you blows have to me. have a certain GPA, right? You you know, there's community service that's involved. You know, it's more than just going to a party and stepping and struggling. It's way more to it than that. So I think that's another thing is like you you talk about you know you know, back then in the 1900s, like when you know we were founded, a lot of these organizations were founded. You know, people were in you know secret societies. And it's like you in order to get in, you had to, you know, be the top of the top. And, you know, you were selected based off of these credentials and, you know, these accolades that you have. But now it's like we're letting anybody into these organizations. Right. And I think that's an issue as well. And that's kind of where we are now. Right. Right. You know, not to be discriminatory or anything like that, um, but I think we talked about this briefly during homecoming, um, so I went to homecoming. I went to Ball State's homecoming, and I just saw a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, I'm sure the founders of a lot of these Greek organizations would not approve of, you know, what's going on. 
I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not gonna call nothing out. But I'm just gonna say that back to your point that of the original state of why these Greek organizations were started was because for a specific reason. And I think that it's kind of that message has kind of gotten thrown to the wayside. I really believe right. that. Right. And that's it bothers me because, you know, a black organizations were founded because we were not able to join white fraternities. Right. Um, and so just to see black people um, who are ignorant in the fact and who are looking at it as a joke is even more disturbing, especially, you know, yeah, that's cool. We like shimmy to your song, but that you should like, you know, because there was an old video that came out. was like, you know, I appreciate I fuck with the Kappas, blah, blah, blah. But then he's doing it and he's making multiple videos. Like mm-hmm. when, you know, first of all, he's bogus for wearing it out in public like that. Right. And he knew exactly what he was doing. Right. Um, but then that's the issue, too, is like you have a lot of people who perp. And they do this shit. Like, there are people who have brands, people who have tattoos, Mm -hmm. and they think it's okay. And I think Boosie is just giving them more, you know, he's adding more more fuel to the fire. Right. And allowing people to do this. Right. I don't know. I think that, and another thing, you know, with his brother, you know, also being in an organization, I feel like his brother, you know, really, he may have done this offline or whatever, but I feel like his brother really needs to hold him accountable. Like, yo, yeah. if you want to be in this organization, you need to go. I don't know if Boosie went to college or not, but. Hell no, nah, Boosie not going. They not picking him up. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, like, yo, you need to do this in a more appropriate way. Right. But, um. I don't know. I think it's all about education and educating people on, you know, what is right and what is wrong. And that is just a no-no. I agree. While we're on the Greek uh, topics, shout out to the Deltas, Delta yes. Sigma Theta. Uh, it is their, I believe, 107th. Yeah. Their founders day today. Yep. Um, so shout out to the Deltas, the Reds. Y'all be out. Yeah, shout out. So my, my, my new my new future cousin in law, Keandra Wigfall, she just got engaged to my cousin who's out, but happy Founders Day. See, I know that Deltas really don't fuck with the bros. They like alphas. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all be stunned. The only time Deltas mess with the cues is when there is chicken on the grill. Oh my god. Or y'all trying to get into the party for free. The bros know. The bros know. Um Moving on to the As next. As a matter of fact, speaking of that, sorry, real quick. It's a whole bunch of Founders Days this week. Tomorrow is, is it Zeta's tomorrow? Uh, I thought they already had. Their... Okay, I, I may be no, I may be wrong. It's on the fifteenth. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a couple, but so is there the? I don't know. Um, let me see. Shit, I don't. I should probably. But I do know that case, their Founders Day is on the fifteenth. So just shout out to when everybody. is the uh, the Sigmas and their. <laughs> That was last week. Um, Shout out to everybody. Oh, no. The Zetas is January 16th. Okay. Yeah, January's uh, The Kappas was like the 5th or something. Yeah. J5, okay. J13, J15, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, just shout out to everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah. So, Sam, I know when we first started this. Sam was on my head because I hated 90 Day Fiance. Like, oh, I'm like, this shit is weak. Yes. Blah, blah. Why do people sit around and do this? Um, so yes, it's become a new hobby of mine. Um, I'm actually into the 90 day fiance. It's interesting. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, all right. So what do you think about this season so far? Uh, I've enjoyed it. So the big lady, what's her name? And the the African dude. Oh, Angela. Yes. And so her name is Angela. 
Yeah, so Angela. She's a Trump supporter. Yeah, and her fiance, uh, Michael. Michael. Yeah. He's you know he's African for those who don't know, but yeah. she's like loves Trump and stuff. I don't know. It's weird. It's like you know a lot from the beginning to where it is now. Right. I did think a lot of people came um, because they're like, I'm gonna have a better life. Blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people are actually in love. Or that's what it seems like. I know for a fact, Angela, <laughs> she is in love with that man. I know why, too. She, yeah. <laughs> She's in love with that man. So, did you see the episode? It might have been like two episodes ago where Michael found out that his visa was like... Denied. Yeah. And she was like, I'm a, I pay taxes. We're going to get you over here. Da, da, da. And he was just like bawling his eyes out. Do you think that Michael is like in it for like love? Man, and my man is trying to get to America. His friends, like his friends. He gets into, but I don't know, based on his interactions with his friends, though, I low-key think he, he loves her. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, because there's no way that he's willing to just to fight over just, you bro, know. She's but, so but, trash, I mean, bro. I, like, I'm not trying to be mean by any means. She looks like she smells like Spam. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell this like he and I'm not saying like Michael is even attractive because he is far from that. But I'm like, what are you seeing her like? Money. <laughs> I mean, she flying to Nigeria every other month. Oh, did you see their Nigerian um, engagement party? I did not. That was hilarious. She had on the African attire. It was hilarious. And the thing is about Michael, he's like 26, 27, and she's like in her 50s. Yeah, damn near. She's mad old. Yeah, and he wants a baby, and she's trying to strategize how she's going to get this man a baby. That baby going to be something wrong with that baby. Um, but my point in bringing up 90 Day Fiance is Markel or Marcel, and yeah, what's, what's her name? Uh, Anna, I think, or Anna. It is. He's like Anna. Like yeah. he barely speaks English. But so Marcel's this guy. Uh, he's from Turkey, yep. I believe. And so there's this thing. Is like uh, Anna has three kids already. In his culture, it is not okay for him to marry a woman who already has kids. And so you know he struggled telling his family whatever that she has kids even before she get married. So she was like on his head. Like you need to tell him. You need to tell him. He finally told him his mom's was not going. She's like, nah, you're not marrying her. It's a wrap. And so come back over here and get a job. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, he, he was like, okay, I'm going back. And so I saw how hurt he was. Yeah. And, you know, I understand her being hurt as well. You know, she invested a lot of time. Um, he's here. The situation is not okay. But culturally, how do you feel like? I mean, do you think it's okay? Like, do you side with who? Yeah, so that's a great point because I think I know what you're about to get talking about the Meghan and Prince Harry kind of, that is kind of intertwined. Honestly, I think that he took the plunge to come to the United States to be with her. And I honestly, I think if he really loves her, he would stay and try to work it out no matter, even if he has to leave his family behind, if it's a toxic situation or whatever. But I think that he is actually making a mistake by doing that because it's like he's letting his family dictate his happiness. And I don't think that's fair. So I would agree up until last night. Uh, so, did you watch it last night? I didn't. I'm going to watch it. I can't get no... Damn, Sam. I, 
It's fine. You can keep. You can. We can you sure? About it. I'm, I'm, yeah. So he mentions that you know he's the only boy in the family. Mm. And so I'm I'm not familiar with Turkish culture at all. But to me, that was like, you know, he has so much weight on him. They're expecting him to get married and have to, kids. you know, have kids and all that. Right. Um, and so they're like, no, I, I don't know how much weight that really holds of like, I'm the only boy in the family. I have to go home like they're going to hurt me. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just struggle with that. It's like we put so much emphasis on marriage and, you know, even I've got so sucked into the 90 day fiance thing it's like we don't take things like um shorty who's dominican oh yeah anna or annie yeah annie Annie. and so you know just even things she does culturally and uh the brazilian um i'm terrible at names but yeah yeah the model yep and so you know what's her name she talks so much oh, about... Oh, because she's, she's married. She's with a really old white guy. Yep. Yeah. She yeah. talks about culturally, you know, things that she's gone through. And it's right. just like... She wants to be independent, but she feels like she has to depend on him for exactly. money. Exactly. And the whole prenup thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think when people are brought into these situations, they're ignorant in the fact of their culture. Right. And, you know, they bring them all just... First of all, uh, that's weird to me anyways. Yeah. You have these <laughs> super racist people marrying Asians. And I don't know, like... You should have saw it last season then. You, uh, you missed it up. Because there was an Asian guy who was marrying a white woman. And that was his family. What? And they were having a baby. Ooh. Yeah. Now, last season, was that the... Uh, where is he from? He was like um, Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. Oh. Really? He was pretty dope. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He, but, he seemed like he was a ride or die for... Um, yeah. They already have, they had like two kids. I know. He's like super, <laughs> oh my God, because he would like beat his chest. Like, did you ever watch the reunion shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would like beat his chest. <laughs> like, he was super mad emotional, but I, you know, thinking about that is just culturally, I I don't think, you know, with people coming into the U.S., it even goes into immigration and so many things is we don't take in consideration other people's cultures right. and how it impacts uh, not only the way they, they're integrated within our society, but the way they love the way they communicate, and all these other things. So, right. I, I don't know. This show has put a lot into perspective for me. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, if, let's, you know, take a step back and think about, you know, Prince Harry and, you know, Meghan or Prince, whatever her title is. I don't want to butcher it. But even that situation, I, did, I have not read the full articles or I don't know the full information, but it sounds like she's been dealing with, you know, some toxicity or whatever that word is. She's just feels very uncomfortable right. in that family. And I, and I can, of course, understand why. And so Prince Harry is kind of, you know, standing up for his lady. And it's like, I'm going to remove you from this situation. So I think that going back to 90 Day Fiance, and even, you know, talking about Marcel, it is a matter of kind of standing up. But if this is the person that you mm-hmm. say that you love, you know, what are you, you, know, you going to do? He was 38. 38 years old, and this man... But, again, that's all he's known. Right. You know, that's a scary thing, I think, moving to a different country, marrying someone, and you're like... You know, and you have no financial, you know, backing. Anything. And he's a beekeeper. Right. (laughs) She she is, too. (laughs) Like, I didn't know that was a profession, but I just thought that was a hobby. Oh, beekeepers, actually. Like, beekeeping is pretty dope. There's levels to that shit. 
I don't know. Like you, you take a risk when you do that. Like you, you right. take a risk even. So there's another version of Ninety Day Fiance. You, you have to like go way back. So it's another version where Americans go over to their country. Really? Yeah. Isn't it like short term though? I think I saw like something. Yeah. They're there for oh, 90 days. Yeah, they're there for ninety days. I got to. It's called Ninety Day the other way around. Yeah. That's the title. Yeah, it's the other way. Ninety <laughs> Day the other way. So there's so like there was an American lady. She went to. It was like a Muslim country. It was near Dubai. I think I saw that. Yeah, it was. Uh, where was she at? It was in Iran or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like near Dubai. It was like one of those kind of uh, countries. And, you know, seeing Americans trying to adjust to life over there. The, the, the white lady that I was telling that, she went to Korea, you know, adjusting to that. So. That's interesting. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, it is one of those situations that you just really got to think deep before you make that leap. And again, it goes back to communication. Like, okay, if I do this, you know, how will your family react or will you stand up for me, etc. So I think it kind of goes both ways, kind of to your point. So with the Prince and Meghan situation, uh, I mean, definitely, I think she's been catching a lot of flack, first of all, for being black, biracial, um, going into this. Like, I know a lot of Britons... A lot of Europeans were like not happy with her and Prince Harry's choice. Um, so I think from the jump, she struggled with a lot. Right. And, you know, she's had to change her way of life, the way she uh, dresses, the way she like curtsies and addresses the queen. So I could definitely see the struggle in that. And I, I definitely have to shout out Prince Harry. Like Absolutely. my man definitely put like, I mean, I don't think they had a chance either any way of right. like getting the throne, but. You know, they stepped away from it just to have a, a shot at right, a what would be life, the closest you know? to the regular life. And it's funny because today, um, I guess the queen was hosting the conference call. I saw that. And I guess Megan is supposed to be dialing in, but from Canada, though. Because uh, I think she held it. I was reading that, too. It's like she wanted them, Prince Harry and his brother, to be there. Yeah. And so I don't know, but I, it seems like she approved is like yeah. their them stepping away this whole situation now makes me want to go back to the netflix series crown and watch that show from beginning what does that cover well it covers the um the queen like from her beginning so really yeah it goes way back and then it's gonna just continue to go on so it's like now i'm like now that megan is in a picture i'm like i wonder what Mm. they you know attack that issue at some point so that's interesting yeah yeah so i mean would you think like how do you think that impacts a family? Like, even her family. I know there's a lot of drama with her dad and yeah, her mom. Yeah, even, yeah. Going into yeah. that, the stuff they said. Um, but have you dated someone outside of, like, a different culture? I have. I, I've actually, I've dated a Muslim before. Not a, a, a black Muslim. He was actually a Muslim. Um, he was from, um, I forgot what country he's from. But it was like one of like in a not not an Iran but a country somewhere like in the Middle East. Yeah, Middle Eastern okay. country. Um, and you know, I'll be honest, I didn't really bring him around my family because I kind of feared that. Not my mother met him, but I okay. kind of feared that judgment. You know, because at that time we was lost, I was in college, and so we were still going through that. You know, all right. Muslims are you know terrorists, terrorists and all of that. Yeah. So I you know was. That was in the back of my mind. But I had always thought about, like, long-term, you know, how would I mesh with his family? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I had I hadn't even thought about stuff like that. Yeah, because especially like if you were to get married, a lot of them right. are like, "Well, you're a Christian. How's that going to work?" Um, you know, I I found that I don't know, but it's been interesting. There are stories out there of people who do practice different religious beliefs. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, I would say with him and I. I mean, we're still friends to this day. Um, he's actually a doctor now. Damn, Sam. Damn. Um, <laughs> he's a doctor now. But, um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he's a doctor now. But, um, and it's funny because we recently had a conversation, maybe about three months ago, about that. And we were talking about, I remember one time he wanted me to go to the mosque with him. And at that time, I was like, you know, I'm not... Right. That's weird, you know. So I, I think about like little stuff like that, you know, if we would have gotten married because, you know, when I went to Dubai, my perception of the Muslim culture changed right. completely. But one thing I do know about the Muslim culture, the men are like truly the head of the household. So it's kind of like, you know, am I going to be this 21st century American saying, no, I'm not going to the mosque with you. I'm going to go to my church. Like, how would that work? So that's know. interesting. Yeah, so. dating dating a, a Latina woman has been interesting, interesting for me, um, just culturally because like when we're around her family, like mm-hmm. mind you, I'm I'm super liberal, um, I'm a social worker, so I'm like, ah, eh, you know, things are. I'm not about to be like, come on, whatever I say goes. Like you make right. decisions, right. I'm in support of you, and so when we're like, she and her culture, um, women make plates for the men, right? And they do all these things, right? And I'm be like, I'm good. I can make my own plate. And she's like, Brandon, <laughs> my mom will kill me if she sees me, you know, yeah. sees me, sees you making your own plate. And I have to respect that. Like when I'm around there, I'm like, I mean, I can get used to it. I bet I'm you just can. saying, but uh, I don't know. I just don't like doing. I don't like being catered right, to right. like that. Um, because I'm like, shit, I can do the dishes. And, right, you know, yeah, like, I can handle it. I can handle it. For shout out to Dominican. So her brother. And her sister-in-law came over for New Year's. And um, after we got done eating and stuff, they helped clean up. And I told her, I said, black people would leave. (laughs) They would leave. And I was just like, yo, that's dope. So, I mean, just not only that aspect, but just, you know, trying to get used to. The family. The family. Because, Leo. Dominican families are lit as fuck. And I, I don't know. I feel like they've taken me in. I just have to learn Spanish. So on that aspect, it's, it's difficult, especially having a kid that's going to be bilingual. Right. I would definitely say that is the difference that I have observed outside of the American culture. A lot of um, different cultures, it's very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of families, they actually sit together for dinner and actually eat together for right. dinner, whereas we are just kind of like, all right, all right see you know. Go to so your I, room, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I think that's a good point. And speaking of 90 Day Fiance and the differences of culture, um, have you followed the storyline? I can't think of the guy's name, but he does not believe in God at all. And the the Russian joke. Yeah. His name is uh I can't think of is his it, name. It's not Michael, is it? I can't think of his name. Tall though. Yeah, he's super tall. I love that dude. And but she said she said she made a comment. She said people that don't believe in God scare me. <laughs> like, Why though? That's the thing is like people have this connotation. If you don't believe in God, you're the devil. Right. Or you leave. And so I think he had valid points, just like a lot of other people who don't believe in. Right. 
Um, I don't know. Wait till you got to watch this next. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my plan this evening. I'm, I'm gonna catch up on it tonight. But yeah, I, I that just made me think about like their storyline. of like they have like he does not believe in it. Like, Do you think you could date someone who doesn't believe? Um, I for me personally, I think it would be difficult for me to be honest with you. But I mean, I have in the past. But now that I'm a little bit older and I'm right. like really trying to settle, I would say it would be difficult for me now at this point in my life. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Rosie is she's a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like she went to church yesterday, and I was like, oh, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I don't know. I think, and that's a lot of people. You know, when people get into relationships, they're just. They put so much emphasis on, right. we're different. We don't think the same. It's not going to work. Yo, if you understand that person and where they're coming from and what they believe, that's cool. Make it work. Even with like raising a kid, like we've already talked about, well, you know, I don't care if Aiden goes to church. Like, that's what he wants to do. Cool. Now, what we're not going to do is like, you sit down, read your Bible, do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, expose him to those things. Right. You know, there's going to be days he doesn't go to church. That's totally fine. Right. Um, but, you know, exposing your kids to different perspectives and different That's views, important. I think, is awesome. So, yeah. you know, I had this um, this ideal going into something like this. I'm not, right. But I'm like, you know, if I have a baby with someone, I want them to be a non-believer as well. Um, but it's not. That's not the case. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I just think at the end of the day, it's it's more so like just having that understanding. Right. Having that communication and whatever works, you know. Right. You know, it works. And I kind of think that kind of goes back to Megan and Harry. Like, I'm sure that, of course, their family would have, you know, let's just be honest. They would have preferred a white woman, you mm-hmm. know, but he went against the grain. So. Even in those, like, throwback videos, he was like, Dude. Yeah, like, I could kind of tell, like, he right. was just different. He's down. He's cool. Like, He's down with the Browns. I, I can hang out with him. He's invited to the cookout. He's <laughs> like, definitely invited to the cookout. Yeah, I can hang out with Prince Harry. But, yeah. So it'll be interesting that he's moving to America. Well, Canada. North guess, America. So. It, but I think they're going to be in Canada and, like they said, the U.S. Okay. I um, can see him, like, getting into acting when he comes You here. saw what she did, though. She already signed a voiceover. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. dope. So she's now the real princess and the frog like that. She's Princess Tiana now, like, for real, for real. Definitely. So, yeah. That's dope. Um. Yeah, good conversation. Yeah. Um, moving forward to, like, a, we always like to cover at least something more local. Uh, so for those folks who are in Indianapolis, uh, you all saw the stuff about the country kitchen. Yeah. Uh, Soul Food Place, you know, had a lot of people. Obama came. I think Conan O'Brien. Uh, we had a few folks. Uh, famous people came. Uh, yeah. But it was a place um, in Indianapolis that brought a lot of people together, provided a lot of food. Um, it was actually really good food for the most part. Yeah. And I, they also even gave back to the community yep. as well, too. And so... so um, it burned down recently, so there was a lot of um, commotion, for lack of a better term, on online that people were like making comments, like the food was trash, or you know, some probably caused the the fire. But you know, looking back on it, on top, and then I think of Have you seen Watchmen? Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about Tulsa, like you have these these places within the community that are so important. And so essential within the communities and something happens to them. They're bombed, they're, you know, tore up or they're, you know, people, you know, will light them on fire. And how is that going to impact the black community? Right. 
I think, oh, and speaking of that, um, I just found this out yesterday. There was a black-owned grocery store. This just happened. Really? Like, like yesterday or Saturday that also caught on fire, too. And it was, like, the only grocery store. In Indy? Yeah, it was, like, the only black-owned grocery store in that particular, well, not black-owned, but only grocery store. Is this the one on MLK? I can't, I, I can't recall. Um, oh, no, not that one. No, no, okay. not that one. But, um, but yeah, but I, I think that, you know, I think, I feel like we got to do better. And the reason why I say that is because we are always talking about supporting black businesses, etc. But the businesses that we do have, if something happens to them, we talk shit about them. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's- we talk shit about them. Like... Regardless if you like country kitchens food or not, like somebody made a comparison between not somebody. I saw a post on social media where someone, you know, tried to compare a country kitchen to I think Mississippi Bell. And I think Mississippi Bell or his place eatery, one of those places also I, I wanna say it was Mississippi Bell, they also burned down a couple months ago as well too. Damn. But they're rebuilding it. Okay. But I you can't compare like it, it why can't she just support both? Right. And that's the thing is like, I don't know, one of the downfalls within the black community is like, instead of like posting negative stuff, first of all, we're thinking about people's, this is someone's livelihood. Exactly. Like it's exactly. burned down and like they have to build from, why not just support them? Exactly. Like instead of talking shit, you may have not liked the food, that's fine. But there's a place and time for everything. Like you don't have to bash them online. Right. So the name of that grocery store that I was just talking about, um, it's called A and I. Um, it was actually vandalized and it was on the far east side. Damn, did yep. I know that? Yep. This just happened like yesterday. That's yeah. wild. Well yeah. a- That's cra- oh, that was definitely vandalized. Yeah. So um. You know, we we just we gotta do better, and you know, thankfully nobody was hurt. It, it appeared right. that nobody was hurt, so you know. Um, but I'm not a conspiracy theory or anything like that. Um, yes, by any means, yes, yes, I'm not. But here's my only thought behind that. Um, and again, you can agree with me, disagree. It's cool, whatever. But I kind of feel like you know. That community, which is a predominantly black community, I feel like it is starting to get gentrified. And I kind of feel like because they are rebuilding a lot of those houses, they are buying a lot of those properties from black people that have lived in that community for years. My my grandparents was one of those families, you know. Right. I do kind of feel like, I'm not saying it's a white person's way of like kicking us out of our community. But I do feel like if something does not happen, that that potential, if something does not happen in that community, that potentially could happen that, you know, somebody could come and, you know, make that realistic. Like a Tulsa, Tulsa. Okay, I'm not a conspiracy, I'm not any of that, but that's just my, my thoughts. So it's kind of like, you know, I wish that we have more prominent, we do have prominent black people in our communities that have money that would be willing to invest in I don't think so. You know. You look at all the professional athletes in Indy. Like, I mean, you you look at I mean, outside of what? I don't think we have like any famous I mean, we have famous black entertainers like Mike Epps will come back and do stuff for the community. Um, I know Babyface is from Indy. I don't think he I don't know. I mean, he has a highway named yeah. after him. <laughs> uh, Vivica A. Fox is from Indy. Um, I'm from Indy. But 
I don't, I don't know. I just I think we do have money here, but you don't outside of sports camps and shit. Right. What are the black entertainers really doing, or like right, or athletes, athletes doing right. for Indianapolis? I mean, you go to the boys' club, boys and girls' club, maybe once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know who am I to say you know who someone else is to spend their money on? But I mean, you make millions of dollars, like you should be build able, build be like something that's like you feel me? Yeah, build a building that's going to impact a, a a vulnerable population, right? So that that would be like my only stand for the community. You know, if there's somebody out there, you know, why don't and I know, you know, it's all talking, you know, we got to put action behind it. But that is just like one of my biggest fears is that now that that has happened in that neighborhood, you know, there's going to be a population that is going to walk by and see that as prime real estate and they could turn that down and start building apartments or, you know, whatever, condos, right. whatever, you know, so... I don't know. Like, it's very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. I agree. Um, while we're on the topic of black communities, uh, Cory Booker dropped yeah. out of the presidential. I was, I'm surprised he waited this long. I, you know, to be honest with you, I thought that he dropped out a long time ago. So when I saw that headline, I was like, oh, he was still in a Yeah, Cory <laughs> Booker was trash from the beginning. First of all, he, he took money from, like, big pharma. Pharma, yeah. I can't fuck with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the only it's like one black person left, right? I don't think so. Uh, Andrew Yang. Well, I he's Asian, yeah. but I think person of color, minority, minority. Yeah. Um, is left Andrew Yang, and he said he's not gonna stop until like he, they just have to put him out. Uh, which I he was on a Breakfast Club and talked about that. But I, I like Andrew Yang though. I don't, I, I don't think he has a chance. He's a tech guy, right? He's the one yeah. with the background in tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of like education stuff. And right. then also um, he talks a lot about um, money mm-hmm. and just the economy. So I, I'm definitely with him. So uh, apparently Michael Bloomberg uh, actually got a someone from the Senate like endorsed him. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why does wow. this dude even have a chance? I mean, wow. It's just money talks, though. He's a he said he's going to put up a billion dollars. Like, that's wild. A billion fucking dollars. One person. Right. I don't think he has it though. Now we were having this conversation uh, with someone else. Like when you think about millions, I think it was Rosie. When you think about millions. There's probably not many people who just has a million dollars in the bank. Right. These are assets. These are other things. But where you got a billion dollars? Right. At? Right. You gonna have to move some shit. You gonna have to sell some. No, you don't have that, bro. Right. And I think just with Trump, oh, he's rich. First of all, my man don't pay nobody. Right. He's bankrupt. Right. Bankrupt <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. Like. No, he may have some stock and some assets and, you know, definitely moving money in right. places we don't see, but... Right, bruh. since we don't see his W-2, you know? Right. <laughs> or then we still ain't seen him. That just goes to show you a white man can get away with so Anything. much shit in Anything. America. In front of... He's been doing this shit for four years now in front of everybody. He's been in office for four years. Four years. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully it's not going to be another... Right, like after this year. Exactly. So up. Um, but yeah. So I know we always like to talk about the environment. Yeah. Um, have you been aware of the stuff that's going on in Puerto Rico? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's very unfortunate. With these. They've had like a lot of 
natural disasters. Yeah. Earthquakes. Um, I think they got hit with the tsunami as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the earthquakes are not small tremors. They're like 5.9 on a right. Richter scale. Like, that's that's wild. Right. Um, I, and it's crazy because my job, we also have like an office out there. And really? So we were just like thinking about, you know, what can we do to help our coworkers? And I, you know, I actually came across an article today where a Puerto Rican citizen said, you know, what more can we do? Like, it's like, we didn't been through everything. Like, like what, what more can we do? Like these people need help. But you said Puerto Rican citizen. You know, I mean, well, you know, whatever. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. The people of Puerto Rico, whatever. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, it's I'm tired. Okay, but these people need help. They have. I don't think they've even received like much no. of the federal funding that is supposed no. to go to them from like FEMA and stuff. And I mean, you know, I don't know if Trump realizes that like oh he knows that these people are you know american citizens right, are like a part of this thing we got going on over here but um it's bullshit I, th- is. I think more people were you know don't take anything away from australia but a lot more people were heading to australia and to do all these things for the animals you know like oh my god the koalas and yeah, yeah, I get it. Like it's fucked up. Like yeah. I get it. I heard koalas are dicks. Not to say like, oh, you know. But our, these are our people. They, like, they are, and it's like, why are we not doing more right. for Puerto Rico? Right. Why not? Um, I, I don't. Know, it's bullshit. Um, it is. Same with Mexico, though. Yeah. Mexico uh, volcano. Yep. It was like forty miles from uh, Mexico City, mm-hmm. and then also in the Philippines, a right. volcano. And it's like around the world, all these fucking like right, natural disasters. I don't think it's a what I don't think it's a a coincidence. It's these are things that the the Earth is not happy. Um, this is climate change. A scientist said this shit would happen. Right, and, and we laughed it off. Here we go with the Christians. The end is coming. I know. The, the <laughs> world is. That. I've you know the thing that I've heard from a lot of you know Christian people that I know is you know that it talks about stuff like this in the Bible. Right. I think in the Book of Revelation it talks about you know uh, the world ending and all of these storms and natural disasters and. Did you ever watch the movie Little Nicky? With Adam Sandler. I did. The dude, the blind dude. Oh, I can't see. Yeah. The world is ending. The world is ending. <laughs> I think about that like people just freaking out. Like, yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I tell people all the time, even when they like the talk of death, like, if I were to die today, I'm cool with that. Like, I've done enough in my life. Um, I would be okay. I don't want to die, though. I but... <laughs> I still got some stuff that I'm trying to, you know, trying to do. So I would be okay if I was to die right now. I'd be like, okay, I need another chance. I would play my case to God, but like, wow. can you let me come back to Earth for like? Did you another- see that meme that uh, the girls going down the slide? Oh, there's like me going to me and my friends going to hell when we t- get up to heaven and tell God this place is nice as hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's unfortunate, but you know it goes back to how we how we've treated our environment. You know, unfortunately, and so, our people. Um, you know, we've put our footprint on it and 
we've got billions of years of damage to undo. And it's kind of like, I'm afraid to see like by the year 3000 or, you know, whatever, not 3000, but, you know, 2090, you know, what is going to happen? Shit, by 20, uh, I want to say like 2080, they said like a, a large portion portion of animals would be already extinct. I mean, I don't think humans have, unless, I mean, it's kind of too far gone. We're already part, pretty much over the tipping point, but I think we can slow down the damage. I mean, we're just going to have to find a new planet, honestly, because yeah. we've done so much fucking damage for oil, you know, shit that we really didn't have to do. Right. I don't know. It, that yeah, shit bothers no, me. Mar- no, Mars is the one that's burning, right? Is that Mars? Which planet is? I'm not good. Maybe Saturn? I don't know. Saturn that's like on fire. Or so The sun? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Okay, so confession. Astrology. I failed astronomy when I was in college. So I was just looking at my transcript. I, like, I said astrology. Like, those are the fucking... It's astronomy. That's what I said. That's astronomy. what I, I said astrology, oh. though. Like, that's the fucking science people were like, oh, I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> we don't... We're not compatible. Do you believe in that shit? Um, to a certain extent... I do. I feel like there are like similarities that I do see. I, I literally do. feel like people put like I'm an Aquarius. I like I like applesauce. And, but oh my god, I do too. And now, this is I, so I, true. I, I would say like, I'm that dude, but like I do take into consideration like if I'm dating a person, like oh my god. I do like that makes sense. That makes sense. How does that make sense? Because I'm like some of the um st- or not statistics, but the characteristics of what that person is supposedly. This is an Aries. They're crazy. Oh my god, my ex is an Aries. They are crazy. He was crazy. Wow. Then the Gemini, y'all just really be on. Yeah, I got gang signs and shit. Actually, no. gang, gang. <laughs> Gemini, yeah, we have Gemini's. We cool. That's what Aiden's gonna be a Gemini. Yeah. He gonna be cool. He better be cool. You don't have my ears. I feel sorry for him already. Um, good topic though. Oh yeah. You you think we're gonna wrap up or Yeah, I think we I think we've covered a lot. I, uh, I agree. So yeah. Um yeah, again, to to kind of piggyback, bring it all together. Um looking for a creative team. Uh someone, you know, who feels like they can definitely add um a unique perspective to foster your enthusiasm i think we'll definitely appreciate that absolutely i agree um anything you want to leave the listeners with today sam yeah my no cat says can't stop won't stop are you gonna do the diddy bop (laughs) no no i I randomly just thought about that can't stop won't stop it made me think about when i was at work today and i thought um i i kind of had like a key word so i was at work and it just like dawned on me i feel like my life of events happen for reasons that I don't necessarily understand. And so I'm like really just sitting down focused. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And so over the weekend, I kind of gave myself hell because I was expecting to get an answer on something like immediately. Right. And I didn't. And when I didn't get that answer at that time, I was about to go off the wall. I was like, you know, like, I need this now, now, now. And then it just dined on me today that... It's actually okay to be patient with yourself. It's okay to just 
breathe and enjoy your surroundings. So something mm. that I did on Saturday, back to the can't stop, won't stop. When I say all of that to say is, if you can't stop, won't stop, you want to wear yourself to death. Damn, preach, preacher. <laughs> um, so Saturday, I had a day on Saturday where I did not do nothing. Like I watched The Office all day for the first time. Like I started watching The Office. I thought the show was pretty funny. And that shit is hilarious. It is. That's what she said. Like I finally get it now. Like that's. Wow. I'm like, I get it now. But anyway, so basically, I say all of that to say, you know, it's okay to tell people no, and it's okay to just chill and do the fuck nothing. Someone actually posted to kind of piggyback off that. Uh, someone posted a this meme, and they're like, living in a capitalistic society, um, it makes you feel like unproductive when you don't do shit. It's because you're not working towards like money right. or something. And so. Right. I struggle with that a lot. And I was like, yo, that puts so much into perspective. Because it's true. It's like, if it's okay. Like, we're supposed to rest. Right. We're supposed to. Right. Not do shit on certain days. And just to have a day off. But right. we don't. We're, like, so pushed to be productive right. and to do this. Um, so my final ending would be uh, self-care. You know, yep. Take care of yourself. Uh, find time to spend time with loved ones. Because, again, life is short. Right. We don't know. <sighs> When we're going to die. Uh, so definitely be considerate of that. Be considerate of others. Right. Y'all be good. Be nice humans. Uh, shout out to the perfect apparel. Let me go ahead and put this in. <laughs> Someone asked me about my hoodie the other day. Uh, but perfect apparel is the only Greek store that I'm aware of in Indianapolis. It's located off of like 86 in Michigan. Uh, nice. Perfect apparel, though. Um, going in to have mad Greek stuff, especially for you Greeks in Indianapolis. Um, yeah, go support, man. Black business. Yeah. And that's all. Yeah, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Make sure you drink your water and stay hydrated. Wow, head ass. Uh, appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>